Never in the history of the world have the merchants of obscenity had available to them the modern facilities for disseminating this filth. Disseminating this filth. The onslaught of the communist masters of deceit. Bingo. Sluts. Inco. Comma. Sluts. Inco. Comma. Sluts. Inco. Comma. Okay, we are recording. Okay, this is a uh, literature podcast where we discuss uh, the works of Franz Kafka. Franz Kafka. (laughs) Yep. Monstrous Vermin. I do kind of want to do... I know someone who is doing this, so I can't do it now, but I read Moby Dick for the first time as uh, an adult several years ago, but when I read it, I was like, what? This is this book? First of all, they just kill so many whales. The mm. first it's a real bummer. Hey, yeah, there, are so, there are so many chapters. I, I, that was a big book that I tried to read when I was in third grade. I was eight years old when I tried to read Moby Dick, and it was excruciating. They went over like every part of the the boat, every part of the oh, whale. all the fish. Uh, or, well, at the time, they felt. They thought whales were fish. Oh. There's a lot of uh, old-timey fish genealogy. But the, I was- the one thing about it, like, after just reading a shitload of Marxist literature where all the chapters are, like, 87 fucking pages long, I do, I am enticed by the fact that they have, like, three or four page chapters. Yeah, no, they have, they have, like... 300 chapters in total. I like to end on a chapter, and with a lot of Marxist literature, uh, you can't do that because the chapters are long as fuck. I heard you can really queerify that book. You can really gay it up. Oh, Moby Dick? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. all you got to do is focus on one Queequeg, which is my favorite character. He's the tattooed South Pacific gentleman who... Uh, Ishmael shares an in-room with, which mm. is something they used to do. They used to put two grown men who didn't know each other in the same bed at yeah. the inn. And that was just, like, normal. Also, it's called Moby Dick. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so there's that, too. Nice. Anyway, hello. This is Pinko Kami Sluts. Uh, I'm Bunny. I'm again. Steve. I'm Marlo. We're, we're here again during the... The pandemic. The national emergency. Yeah, we're um, scratching and surviving. <laughs> scratching my face. But not yet uh, waiting in a chow line. So that I'm quoting Putting the good my times fingers theme song. in orifices as you do. We're grifting off it. I'm grifting on it. I mean, I wish I knew how to grift on it. I'm kind of getting screwed. Shout out to all my freelancers and live performers. <laughs> yeah, no, the, the gig economy is fucking up right now. It sucks. I mean, they're saying uh, could be a year of social distancing. And I'm like, what does this I, mean for stand-up comedy? We never have 200 people there. I love social distancing, the term. It's such a dystopian term. Yeah, it really is. 
Like, just creepy. It just sounds like the culmination of the last 30 years of alienation. I mean, it sounds honestly like some, like, misunderstood, like, Foucauldian or whatever, like, term of, like, self-care, this, that, or the other thing, but it's social distancing. It just has this very euphemistic quality to it for, like, this kind of, like, grandiose way of describing just sitting in your home and not talking people yeah i could see it being just a way of avoiding somebody you don't like i don't want to go out tonight so what am i gonna do oh oh social distancing well what's the what's the scientology term for it? scientology oh, has gosh, the yeah when they disconnecting disconnecting yeah, yeah yeah uh you disconnect from a suppressive person yeah. an sp did you ever, i'm not a scientologist i just did know you ever a lot go into it. the scientology um church I went. Uh, I've never been in the center. I do have a fantasy about going there to take their stress test, but I being went like once, everything's going great. I went once. I saw the propaganda video, but I didn't take the stress test. The propaganda video was like, "What are your anxieties? Why don't you figure out what your anxieties are? And if you get rid of those anxieties, you'll be a better person and live a better life." And uh, I was like, "I'm walking out of this. This is fun, but..." I don't want to pay money. How soon do they make you pay money in Scientology? I think, I think it's like after, I don't know, stress test number one, you get a freebie. Stress test number two, five dollars. I don't know. You know, I am fascinated with, there is a small cadre of ex-Scientologists who they've left the Church of Scientology, but they still practice mm -hmm. the precepts. And I'm really fascinated with these people. Oh, yeah. Um, because, I Free mean, zone. Yeah. Do you see Reza Aslan's thing on that? No. Oh. Uh, Re Reza Aslan, two years ago, had a show on, like, CNN or whatever that was, like, him just, like, learning about weird-ass religions. It was actually, like... Oh, that sounds right up my alley. Yeah, no, I mean, I know you, and, like, yeah, it was up my alley. It's definitely up your alley. Yeah, one of the episodes was specifically Free Zone Scientology. Yeah, no, it was a great show, and we should bring it back. Free Reza Aslan. Yeah, no. It got canned because it was too racist. Well, no, it got canned because I think he, like, tweeted something about, like... Yeah the president being an asshole or something. He got canceled because uh, he was a meanie to the newly elected Donald Trump. Um, After eight episodes, and it, it was extremely, like, Orientalist, though. It was... It was, it was going to... But is to, Reza Aslan allowed to Orientalize? Yeah, that's yeah, the well, thing. Okay, the, the opening... <laughs> Three white people <laughs> um, yeah, okay. check in on whether I can, he's allowed to. I can, like, well criticize... I'll well criticize the opening episode, which was about this, like, sub-cult of Hinduism in India that was a little... Meh. Also, I can well criticize his Israel episode because it kind of glossed over a bit. But otherwise, it's a good show. What's he up to nowadays? Uh, he's like... He, Is he, he just an internet he, he personality? Does he have coronavirus? Well, he endorsed okay. Elizabeth Warren like a week before she dropped out or something. Um, so brave, all these yeah. pundits <laughs> and celebs endorsing at the... I mean, he's what you'd expect a Twitter Warren guy to be. He's uh, Getting Holocaust tattoos? 
Well, no, but what is a professional? <laughs> Just in case you're not very online and not into uh, uh, Several former Warren staffers got the hex code for Liberty Green in Elizabeth Warren's handwriting tattooed on them. But, oh boy, doesn't it look like a no. Holocaust tattoo? Uh, and it remind me what Liberty Green is again. It sounds the like... The color of the Statue, Statue of, of Liberty. Liberty. It also, there was some campaign of the past that used it as... Their color, I, I can't remember off the top of my head, but I know there was some kind of like meaning, like this has got precedent, but like, oh, we're different. What about the one person that tattooed like blood and teeth onto their... Oh, onto their shaved onto head. Their okay, shaved what is head. the story behind blood and teeth? Because and I was going to read that article, but then it was long and I didn't. The article that prompted them to put it in their Twitter handles was basically saying the line that it comes from is Elizabeth Warren's campaign chose Bailey, the dog, over blood and teeth. And blood and teeth references something Elizabeth Warren had said a little while back, essentially something about how you're approaching, like going after these billionaires, et cetera. And this was coming from a former Warren staffer who I guess had felt disappointed that they kind of went with a cutesy angle vis-a-vis -vis Bailey the dog, who some people feel was bought specifically and only for the campaign. <laughs> oh, yeah, but I mean, we always do that. But I'm like, whatever, get dogs. I don't care how you get them. The, um, there was actually some uh, speculation on Twitter about how Joe Biden bought a dog like some years ago, and there is a picture of him from the day he bought the dog, and there has not been a picture of the dog ever since. Oh, so God. he's going to get the Pete Buttigieg treatment of... Where's the your dog, Dog Joe? killer? He's the dog killer? Yeah, I mean, Are we I starting that rumor right now? Or he just uh, gave the dog away immediately. I don't know. I mean, it seemed like the kind of thing that in the past would be able to get traction, but I feel like nowadays, who knows? So we all have coronavirus. You know what, guys? I got a secret to tell you. I never get sick. <laughs> uh, I get allergies, things of that nature, but I cannot tell you the last time I had a flu-like sickness at all. You know, I'm just a carrier is what I'm saying. I'm just giving it to people, I think. Typhoid Mary, baby. That's me. Oh, gosh, now I'm irritated about this uh, Liberty Green. Where'd she get it from? I know I had read it. I feel like it's cringy who she got inspired by is the only reason I want to look it up. The might not be cringy. Oxidation it might be cool. of copper on the Statue of Liberty? Yeah, I mean, it's I'm super really, lame. Like, well, no, I, I actually don't think it's that lame. I think the left should put more effort into aesthetics uh, and uniformity when it comes to campaigns and signage yeah, and graphic design. That's, that's what one the, of the red flag is for. That's what all the... <laughs> yeah, I mean, say oh, what you Communism is so good at that. Well, they like their aesthetics. Anyway, so I know a lot of the things that Steve and I had talked about, wanting to talk about, now seem like they happened a bazillion years ago. So long ago. It's uh, Well, you know what? Let's just work backwards. Did you guys watch the press conference from today, Friday the 13th, from our president? I was watching it on the way over here. So what I thought was uh, I interesting. So this is when Trump uh, declared a state of emergency. 
essentially announced that all of these businesses were going to coordinate and allow for drive-through testing. Mm -hmm. uh, And their parking parking lots. lots. Because what else could we possibly have? Mm. Yes, what I felt was creepy was uh, Mike Pence spoke right after Trump. And Mike Pence addressed his whole statement to President Trump. Like, he wasn't talking to the American people. The whole time he was like, President Trump made such a great decision. And President Trump was so great. And President Trump uh, started this amazing public-private partnership. He said it so many times, public-private partnership. He also addressed old people. He (laughs) talked a lot about, he's like, our grandmas, they gave us clothing and food. Now they're old and probably going to get sick. We need to help them with our public-private hybrid. I, I, I did feel like it was super fashy for... Pence to essentially aim his whole statement uh, in the guise of praising our great leader Donald I mean, Trump. That, like, that I, is... I, like there are some things that I now are feel intentional, and uh, I don't know if I said it last week, but my big fear with all of this is that they're going to flat out postpone the general election or attempt I to. Cannot imagine that happening. Everyone says that. Matt, mm. can you edit in some of Pence? Thank you, Mr. President. It is um, because thanks to your leadership uh, from early on, uh, Mr. President, from early on, you took, Mr. President, you put the health of, Mr. President, we've been working. Mr. President, you have forged a seamless partnership, public and private partnership. Mr. President, you said public-private partnership. As the President said, Mr. President, I want to join you in thanking Walmart and CVS and Target and Walgreen, LabCorp and Quest and Roach, Mr. President. Facilitated by Google. Yeah, I... I they're already talking about delaying the primaries. Well, they, 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 they are in Louisiana. That's swamp country. Yeah, Sorry, but Louisiana. I mean, honestly, like at the end of the day, like that's always how they've dealt with Trump is he needs to specifically hear people kissing his ass. He's always been that way. Yeah, I, that's not the first time even that's happened. I, I remember several Oh, no, no, no. It's definitely not the first time, but it just struck me as particularly fascist today. Yeah. Uh, And then to have everybody else there, it was just store people. It was CEOs. And by the way, for those that don't know, my day job is working for those store people. I deliver medications from Rite Aid and Walgreens, drive around, give old sick people their medications and let me tell you it's popping off and i expect that with all of this new public private uh grift that they got that's got to be it it's got to be a grift there can't be any other reason why they wouldn't just do a public service why they would just try to dystopianly just make all of our lives now we got to go to walgreens and and rite aid and CVS in order to get tested through a drive-through, that's just going to empower those corporate interests. That's exactly what it is. It's essentially uh, lots of people's lives being disrupted, their sources of income being disrupted, and then uh, just a guarantee that these corporate entities are going to stay open for you. So it's very like... Sacrificing retail employees, sacrificing workers for the comfort of professional managerial class people. I mean, that's what we're doing. The good thing about my job is that none of my stores have a single 
parking lot, so that's good. <laughs> None of them have parking lots. None so, of them have parking lots. So you're never lots. getting tested. I'm never. Uh, oh. Where are they going to put like tents out in front of them now? Like I don't, I don't know. I do know that it seems that other countries are handling it better, and yeah. a lot of those other countries that have handled it better, communists. <laughs> yeah, we were just arguing about also this. Also, Italy, but yes, China. Well. I don't know. Italy Gre- has Greece is also Greece only has like a hundred thirty thirty th- thirty three cases, cases, and they're and like they're, we're popping off. They're like we're shutting everything down, but that's just Greeks. They're like any chance to take a siesta. Well, Italy has a strong social democratic system. And it's, yeah, and it's, I mean they all. do. I mean, when I was over there, you could go to they all of the EU has a good health sector, right? You could just go over there. But yeah, they shut down the entire country and so did Greece. Well, yeah, okay, Greece, so what, uh, I think it makes sense because there's so many. What does that mean that though? Like, what, can I go outside in Italy? What, what's going on? Uh, stores are closing at 6 p.m. Uh, You're not encouraged to leave your apartment. All the schools are closed. Pretty much all like the institutions are closed during the day except for the health sector. Can you leave the country? I uh, well, I was asking if I could leave the house. I, I think uh, I think it's like kind of village by village. Yeah, it's sort prioritized of definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, like if you have a reason, you can go out, but otherwise, you're encouraged to stay in. And there's heavy policing of the curfew. Yeah, the only time I've ever dealt with something like that was when I was in Baltimore in the aftermath of the Freddie Gray uprising. They instilled a curfew on on Baltimore City. It was really weird. Does anyone else remember when they were like hunting down the uh, Baltimore Marathon bomber and like Boston Marathon? Or, yeah, Boston Marathon bomber, and they uh, <laughs> basically <laughs> don't give anyone any Baltimore idea. Baltimore doesn't have a bomb uh, marathon. Does yeah, it? I don't even. Yeah, I believe I we there is one, so. but I don't think it would be a target for. Don't believe there is I, Baltimore. I marathon. mean, it would it, it would be such an inside job if someone bombed the Baltimore Marathon. Yeah, but anyway, does anyone like else? else Remember this, where like literally they ordered every human to stay inside. In I all do of remember. It was weird. Yeah, yeah. Because like I remember, I was in law school at the time, and I remember like going to my roommate who was also in law school, going, "How can they do that? Is that legal?" And he's like, "Yeah, I have no idea. Never an explanation for that. Just did it." <laughs> I don't know. This all this stuff is freaking me out. I do uh, consume a little too much conspiracy theory for fun, and I hate it when reality encourages me almost to consider it earnestly. But I will say um, the conspiracy theorists online, that is specifically the QAnon crowd, they're kind of split on this. They, um, half of them are kind of optimistic in a weird way and they think coronavirus is a cover for some kind of justice force covertly culling all of these 
powerful people involved in the pedophile rings. Mm. So they were like, watch out Tom for all Hanks, of these. Thanks, Billy Zane. This is, no, and this is, <laughs> this is the problem because it can't be them. Also, uh, Tom Hanks, Billy uh. Zane getting coronavirus makes me very concerned with our uh, Greek and Greek adjacent celebrities. Uh, Rita Wilson, Tom Hanks' wife, Greek. He's a Greek citizen. Billy Protect Zane, John Greek. Stamos. Yeah. Is John Stamos okay? Stavros. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like Stav's immune, <laughs> if anybody is. Yeah, you know, I'm worried that, you know, check on Jennifer Aniston, everyone, because she's had a rough week in the aftermath of the uh, Weinstein um, verdict. It came out that Harvey Weinstein had said he wanted to murder Jennifer Aniston Weinstein? I, yeah. Weinstein? Yeah, Weinstein. Weinstein. Did I say Weinstein? Well, you, okay. You now we need to make fun oh of you. Said Weinstein. You, you just I, pulled a Corbin. Corbin yeah. got made fun of saying, what was it? That well, it's because I, I used know. to work. Weinstein. I used to work I'm, for oh, a family. Weinstein. Well, I used to work for a family and they were very definitively Weinstein. And uh, instead of Fair enough, you can kind of pronounce it either way, as Mel Brooks has taught us. The other night when they announced, when when our big sweaty boy announced the no European airplanes, which I just imagined him with airplanes in his hand, like, whoo, no more of you. But he did that. <laughs> I, I had w just started watching 28 Days Later, like, and I had to pause the movie to see his announcement that we were no longer flying in planes from Europe and then restarted the movie to them explaining how they had quarantined off of Britain. So I feel like I'm living in 28 Days Later, and I'm just wondering when you cats think... I was thinking because actually the UK is not, and the rest of Ireland, because they're different countries, I'm told, was... <laughs> not a part of the uh, travel ban. It's kind of actually becoming more like 1984, not the like shitty whatever the fuck like Stalinism allegory, but just the lore of the like major super states. So Steve just pulled up something that says Google says it's not building a website for finding out corona testing, which was what was indicated today during the press conference, correct? Yeah, that was like that a was major, the huge part that was of a it. Big rollout. Also, they didn't mention Amazon at all. Like well, kind he, of he hates Amazon. Yes. But Amazon One stands to benefit. Everyone's from this. gonna be watching Prime um, for the next two weeks two, when they're at home. Two, how pathetic is it that uh, Jack Ma sent money to help us get testing and our own billionaires can't do shit? That's why we should kill them. Just, I, when are people going to get it? Like, when are people really going to get there? Because it's sort of too obvious at this point that... The rich don't care about the poor. Yeah. Speaking of which, how fun was this week... In the stock market. Oh. Woo! What yeah. a week in Celebrate big money Celebrate good times. Yeah. Come on. Inject $1.5 well, trillion. I want to point Bam, out real quick hour. that uh, on Monday, the Wikipedia article for Black Monday 2020 was up before trading had ended on that same day. 
so there was already a historical Wikipedia article about it. And, uh, it, and it dropped again on yeah, Wednesday. And apparently, yeah, no, it's even worse than it was then. Well, we put uh, all that money in and it went, it evaporated within an hour. Didn't it rally today? Was that what I read? That after the press conference... That was the whole point of the yeah, press yeah, conference, though. Was, if you notice, all of it was about appeasing investors, co- like, subtly, and less about the American people. Because it, it, I saw that something ridiculous. Yeah, I think the, well, it's going to rally after it had, like, two days of historic drops anyway. Also, all those drops were premised on the fact that, like, the administration has been saying all of nothing all week. So when they say literally anything, it's going to come up a bit. I saw some picture that was really fucking weird on my way over here of the readout, you know, the stock market up and down, and Donald Trump signed the piece of paper showing. Oh yeah, I saw that. Gave it to Lou Dobbs as a gift. Yeah, yeah, I saw that on Twitter too. Like he signed uh, the stock tracker. I guess. Yeah. One would call that. I I don't know that nerd shit. I would call it like the the line scribble. The line that goes up and down. Yeah. Yeah. You mean the line that went up for an hour after we put one point five? I can't get over it. It's if you haven't. Uh, looked this up, the graph that shows we put almost enough that could, you know, as is mentioned on Twitter many times, almost enough that could cancel all student loan debt, almost enough that could give us all the social programs that we've been talking about. And it only lasted about under an hour before it just dipped back down again. And I like how we act like it's this entity, the way people talk about the market. Let's put this money in it and see what'll happen. (laughs) And it's insane to me when, uh, well, obviously it's insane when we have a very real public health crisis and uh, you just gotta laugh, guys. It's, I, I gotta tell you, all of this stuff happening, it's making a lot of people panic, but it is making me super horny. I don't know why. Um, I'm like excited to see what's going to happen because everything seems to clarify further and further how unsustainable and illogical our current system is and how shitty capitalism is at dealing with any of this. Apparently New York late night shows will go dark next week. They are not even doing the no audience thing anymore. Is that what you call the libidinal economy? <laughs> okay, so all these shows are going dark. All of live performances are going dark. Broadway's going dark. My, I think the next step is going to be quarantine off Manhattan. Like, I know it's probably not going to happen because literally New York would starve if it couldn't get food from the outside after two or three days. We're 10 days behind Italy at this point, and they quarantined their whole country, like, on our timeline, like, a week down the line. If there's going to be a quarantine, it'll probably happen in the next week, and then I won't be able to travel here. <laughs> yeah, I, I... To New Jersey. Yeah, that's the thing. I'll be stuck in uh, Jersey City, and I won't be able to get to my job. I guess I'll... Like Work the, remotely. The bridges and tunnel people, like that is a huge fucking part of the economy in New York. 
Oh, we're we have no plans. Yeah, we have no, like it's a, no. We're a series of islands with zero resources of our own. It's <laughs> actually pretty funny. They're gonna uh, have to like draw airdrop it. Like if that happens, like the, it won't happen. I I saw Bill De Blasio saying. Stop spreading rumors about a quarantine because yeah no uh, Bill which de Blasio, is only making you think yeah Bill De Blasio obviously they talked about it Wilhelm tweeted in all caps uh, the rumors of a quarantine of the island of Manhattan are not true which is the first time. Anyone heard rumors of a quarantine <laughs> of the island of Manhattan? I had been spreading them for days before that, but only amongst close friends. Yeah, and like also, I mean, like ever since, you know, Escape from New York, the limited run comic series DMZ, the idea of New York being cut off from the rest of society has oh, always yeah, been an people? obvious thought. Look, the a big part of this whole situation is how some people, they want this to happen. Oh, boy. They want an external force forcing them to slow it all down. And I don't blame them, honestly. We have a, we have a terrible society that encourages Bajor people to... I think something on that. Yeah. Sorry, but yeah, the whole, like desire of disaster and late capitalism to because our lives are so fucking meaningless that we need struggle to make our lives meaningful so we just well it's also that for it's, struggle it's also the the same kind of thing you get out of like a snow day where yeah, and you're it's kind also, of like relieved well, of your responsibility I, it's relief of responsibility and also like the solidarity of knowing that everyone else is going through exactly the same thing which we don't like I, every Remember someone like mentioning it, like where it's like, yeah, I could do with like just one more nine eleven because it feels nice to like <laughs> well, just everyone collectively it, just cries together for a week. I mean, the it was I, the it, aftermath of nine eleven was a really a really collective experience. It's something. Yeah. No, I mean that's not. So um, was Sandy. Let's not. Yeah, it's yeah. Sandy, Sandy too. Was, yeah, I mean. I was in bars that were candlelit talking to people who acted like they never saw each other for the first time was talking to their neighbors. There was a so nice... fucking disconnected and alienated and like the only excuse to not be that is to just have thousands of people die. Uh, and <laughs> that's what we need apparently because I, we know. can't just Well, I don't think people. it's just that. I, I I think going back to the Baudrillard, I think as somebody in the who's worked in the health sector now adjacent, but also in journalism, there's this drive towards like a death culture of like figuring out both who's going to get it next. How is somebody going to profit off of it? How are we going to survive via profit? You know, and that's yeah. where my brain was conditioned to think, well, how does my job deal with it? Talking about it with my one of my roommates, you know, and he, I told him, you know, my job is popping off because I bring medications to old people. And he's like, I might want to interview you for my newspaper because I want to do a series on people who are profiting off of this or, you know, actually increasing how much they're making during the day instead of losing it because that's interesting to my readership. 
you know, of course, there are the people who are like hoarding Lysol wipes or sanitizer and selling it on Toilet eBay. Paper. And, uh, and everything like that. But I, I'm also, uh, what's really interesting to me is the disruption in so, so many workplaces I've ever been in. The entire impetus is how can we increase profits for the shareholders? <laughs> you know, even if it's not communicated directly, that is the bottom line, the ultimate bottom line in a lot of places. And that single focused thing has warped so many things. And when we have a situation like this that actively prevents business as usual, it really highlights how stupid all of these things are mm -hmm. and how we all would benefit as a society from everyone's basic needs being met in normal life and in a time of crisis. One, in a broad view, I don't think we're ever going back to normal, quote unquote, as in uh, what people speak about going back to normal. Joe Biden. Yeah, Joe Biden. returning to normal, uh, restoring decency to the White House. Like, we're never, ever, ever, ever going back to normal. We are irrevocably changed. And I'm starting to suspect that this situation and whatever's coming for us is going to continue to change us and... We're going to be so different. I feel bad for the Gen Xers. They, uh, I mean, the boomers obviously want things to go back to normal, but it's, it, the people who make me sad personally are the Gen Xers who are just a little, little older, but they seem to really think that there's a possibility that we could just go back to normal. Well, that, I think, transitions into the... Joe Biden discussion that I think we have to have. I guess we have to have. We got to talk about old Joe. Because I also watched his... Um, Seven minute. No, it was eight, 18 minutes oh. of... 18 minutes of responding to coronavirus pageantry. And it was a window into a very, in a way, old school video. Like, it... It felt like a bygone era. Somebody who and that probably comforted who, a lot of people. Who's who's running in the '90s or 2000s, speaking about how the coronavirus doesn't see race. Oh yeah, I doesn't got that, sure. doesn't see you know class, doesn't see ethnicity, doesn't see which the age the undertext and, is. Wouldn't it be great if it did? Because then less people would die. Yeah. <laughs> if it was it, uh, if the coronavirus only killed black people, you know, the death rate would be lower. So I'm just saying, guys. And we all know, we've all read the internet, the coronavirus isn't affecting black people. I read it. Yeah, apparently. That is that is currently a uh, rumor. The Hotep's online, which Yeah, yeah, the uh, Hotep's online are saying uh, that. I said, "Please, black people John, are less susceptible, but also get 3 months of <laughs> Supplies. John McAfee said that. That was yes, pretty sweet. As well. <laughs> I like to keep track of all the. There's apparently extremists. been like three cases in all of Africa. I read an article headline that I could not tell if it was like South Africa's version of The Onion or not. Uh, but the headline was. Uh, only case of corona in South Africa turns out to just be a hangover. 
seemed oniony, and then I like clicked on the rest of the website, and it seemed like it was an actual news source. Oh so man, I was that could get some great. Very confused theory. about oh. that, but yeah, that no. it is the plague to scourge the white. Race. I mean, it wouldn't be the worst thing <laughs> if we did a little. Uh, there was a little reverse. A reverse smallpox, I guess. Reverse Tuskegee, <laughs> like, I believe that is called. I don't know. Oh, gosh. I don't know. I mean, I guess we're all talking very um, flippantly because we're not yet in a space where we're dealing with a lot of deaths that we're, we're knowing of. Oh, yeah. And this is going to reflect terribly this is gonna, on this all is gonna of us. This is going to be terrible. This will be the now. episode we delete. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> no, this is... This no, this is, is this is the episode that we, we double down on. We double <laughs> down on. Next we week. hope coronavirus kills all the old white people. <laughs> this, is the, oh boy. this is the one that goes viral. Ha, ha, ha. LOL. LOL, guys. Oh, my God. I don't know. I feel like now's the time for a good orb update. Um, since we're talking about health and healing, uh, the orbs, uh, Marianne Williamson going strong at making some of the most cogent statements on what's going on <laughs> of anybody, which I love that aspect of this timeline. She put out a coronavirus meditation. Uh, what was the thing about the penises? Oh, so somebody, so somebody edited it too, because she does have a meditation where she talks about like bringing light into your whole body, into different parts of your body, and <laughs> she's like, imagine the light coming into your into your buttocks, into your <laughs> into your penis, into your whatever. So they cut it and made it look like the coronavirus meditation was just about focusing light on your genitals. <laughs> coronavirus, we pray that it be dissolved with healing, with healing, with healing. Your cervix, your penis, your vagina, your buttocks, your colon. Go wash your hands. Thanks. Lovely Marianne tweeted about thinking about all the people praying for penises out there because she's a real one. I have been trying to keep track of the anti-vaxxers and whatever. Marianne is not an anti-vaxxer, FYI. And in her coronavirus uh, meditation statement, she advocated for a vaccine against coronavirus and that it should be free once it is developed anyway. But the people who are anti-vaxxers are very curious in how they are dealing with a public health crisis. Uh, basically, most of them are saying, I ain't going to get tested. Mm. <laughs> so that's the real difficulty. Good plans. That's the real difficulty is like, uh, personally, I don't love the doctor. I don't love it. It's a tremendous amount of emotional... Uh, uh, work for me to even nut up to make the appointment go, etc. So when things are difficult, when uh, obtaining care is not simple and easy and almost um, forced upon me, it's it's like oh god, it'd be so easy to make the decision to not seek it out. And I say that to bring up that there are probably tons of people out here who have a similar kind of anxiety, etc who, if there is any cost associated with the test, uh, will not get tested. And even if they're symptomatic, 
et cetera. And because you ride it out, yeah, ride or die. Then you have people who also are just not, you know, suspicious and they're not going to go. So the other thing is, you can't get tested. I got yeah, an email you can't right from now. City MD that said, don't come to us if you have any, if you just want to be safe and you think you have one of the symptoms. Because we can't test you. We don't have the resources. If you're actually sick and you have actual, like, sickness, like, you can't function, then come. But we do not have the capacity to come into a city MD, like, just get mobbed by 30,000 people who sneezed once. and. Well, yeah. And then the other, I think, another element of this is... Uh, Places like City MD or urgent care centers have become the primary place where a lot of people are obtaining any kind of care because they're either uninsured or they have uh, shitty insurance that makes it really difficult to go see a regular doctor. Uh, you know, I saw a lot of suggestions about call your primary care physician if uh, you're concerned and most of my friends are like, who that? <laughs> Is it that person I saw at City MT? Because it's not. And uh, I know I'm currently technically insured, but the insurance I have is so incredibly opaque. Mm -hmm. it's, it's Blue Shield of California, but I live in the New York City area. So it's really difficult to try to find who takes this insurance because when you go to the website, they're like, you ain't in California, bitch. And then uh, every time I call them, they're like, yeah, why don't you just do Teladoc? And it's such a frustrating experience that I can bear. I've just only got the bare minimum of women's health care for myself. Um, I, I just don't go because it's so difficult. So if I were to get sick, I, I don't even know who I would call. I'd probably call my friend who's in... She'd be offended that I got this wrong. I'd call my friend who's a physician's assistant. Mm. <laughs> and there, there's some kind of beef, I, I apparently, between nurse practitioners and physician's assistants. <laughs> Physicians, I would call her and I would be like, what do you, what, what do you think I should do? Like, I literally, uh, I, I feel like a lot of people, they're relying on that one person they know who's in the medical or medical You're just going to have to field. wait until CVS has a parking lot that's... Yeah, I mean... Has a drive-by. I am concerned that once the testing's made available, either we're not going to get an accurate assessment of positive cases or we are and then people are just going to like really freak out. If if this is as contagious as it appears to be in other places. I don't know. Also, I think it's like dope as shit. It's not killing no kids, guys. Under nine, like no deaths. It's all old people and random uh, middle-aged people. I don't want to, you know... I don't want to spread misinformation. Over 60. But it's mostly over 60. But um, if if you have a respiratory issue, it is especially dangerous. So I don't know, guys. I'm washing my hands. Uh, now nobody's making fun of me for having a huge bottle of isopropyl alcohol I'm, in a I'm, spray bottle. <laughs> I'm wearing latex gloves. I am allergic to latex. Mm. How dare you? I got to use... a. Uh, Nitrite, I think, is the material. 
Marlo, does do the tankies have any hot takes? No, not really. Well, <laughs> well, well, speaking of tankies, though, I did want to circle back to um, how well, yeah, how well China, uh, the Communist Party of China, seems to have handled this situation. I have a friend who is an expat. I mean, a lived- few jailed journalists, notwithstanding. Well, but- okay, we're not all right. It's it's not everything. Okay, we're talking about the specific situation, but I do have a friend who lives in China, came back uh, about a month ago. He's self-quarantined. He's fine. But he um, very much felt safer in China and how they were approaching it than he feels here with the response here. And I wanted to bring it back to um, Cuba as well because Cuba's developed... Supposedly. I don't know. Yeah, I've heard a few conflicting things on that, that Cuba is merely working on an antiviral. But they Um, have... They're using an antiviral that had already existed that isn't for COVID, and they're trying to modify that so it works Which we cannot access. Yeah. I just want to point that out. They also have a vaccine for um, lung cancer. (laughs) They have the beginning stages of such a thing. We, because of the embargo, we we can't. Even if they come up with something great, guess what? We can't get none uh, here in the states. So that's pretty sweet of us to. Um, Didn't you have something about Israel? Is I, I think Israel tweeted out today that they were like on the cusp of developing a vaccine for Corona. I'll see if I can find the tweet. It might not have been like the Israeli government itself or could have been someone else just trying to promote Israel. But it was done very much as this like, oh, wow, yeah, Israel's always great. They always have such like, you know, they like have such great advances in science or whatever. Apparently, Israel had happened to be developing a vaccine prior to the outbreak and they had happened to use Corona as their like base virus for the vaccine. I don't know exactly how all that works, but because it's the, a king virus, right? Yo. But the point is, it looks as if Israel knew about the Corona outbreak before the Corona outbreak occurred, which for many of uh, the Jews of the world is the sort of thing that can cause conspiracy oh, theories. Oh, boy. That, yeah, that yeah. Oh, boy. Because <laughs> let me tell you, as the resident um, conspiracy theorist expert, and can as the I tell resident you, Jew, 99% uh, of conspiracy theories find their way back to being anti-Semitic. Yeah, no. Somehow it, it, it finds it, a way. No, it very much smacks of the, like, oh, did you know there were no, like, Jewish bankers in the World Trade Center when they went down kind of deal. Like, everyone got a fucking... Is that true? Just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, I'm just joking. Yeah, no, it really, like, kind of has that, like, feel to it. And, like, the way the tweet was written, it was almost inviting people to make those (laughs) (laughs) uh, leaps. Um, So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I wouldn't put it past Mossad. Yeah, but, like, no. (laughs) No. What was the... China was accusing America of infecting the country with the virus. Yeah, I I mean, again... Well, okay, whenever that kind of news comes out, like... 
I don't know well, what China went- was accusing means or if someone in China said a thing. I think like, it was possibly someone in China said a thing, but also right. it's not without it's not without merit as a lot of people are claiming the last big pandemic of this level. A lot of people are saying it was uh, Spanish flu, but Spanish flu is simply called Spanish flu because Spain was the first country that was honest about what was going on. Well, so they yeah, got that was my with the worst. Yeah, no, because it was during World War One, and every other country in Europe had this strict media blackout, and only Spain was neutral. So the news was coming out of Spain. But there is evidence that that uh, particular strain of influenza actually came from these here United States. All right, originally. this is this is a pretty Kansas. pretty illuminating tweet. Uh, Beijing has suggested that coronavirus was brought to China by the U.S. military and has claimed that Washington has something to hide. It might be U.S. Army who brought the epidemic to Wuhan. Be transparent, tweeted Zhou Lijian, the foreign ministry spokesman. Make public your data. U.S. owe us an explanation. Okay, that's just China trolling. That's honestly... Yeah, the Chinese government is not actually saying that America did that. The Chinese government is saying that I, these are the standards America holds us to, and I, doesn't it sound silly when it's on the other foot? I did hear it in like a racist Nick Mullen voice. I I, I, I could see you fighting to to read it as respectfully Without. as possible, but also read it verbatim. Uh, you know what? Big ups. Uh, to you, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was a struggle against my own internalized I racism. I mean, a lot of people feel as though it was created in a lab, and then it got out, and they didn't know what it could do. Which I'm into. I'm into the idea that um, we're accidentally uh, cratering the world economy <laughs> with with a misguided virus that isn't killing little babies. That's I keep coming back to that because the little articles I've read that's actually just focused on the perplexing nature of this particular virus and how it doesn't behave the same way as similar viruses and et cetera. So I don't know. Uh, there, There's talk that this could be a really long time of social distancing. There's also talk that this could be a seasonal issue there could be a coronavirus season. That was something Trump said early on was that, oh, it'll go away once it gets warmer. And then it'll come back conveniently in time to postpone the general election. <laughs> I just, guys, we're, I just have no confidence in our, um, uh, any politician or force that is quote unquote anti-Trump. I do not think they will do anything Fast enough should Trump no, actually... No, you have to do a public program. You can't just private and public your way into this because that's what, like, A, got us into this financial crisis in 2008. But, like, we just need a better public health sector. Like, there's no two ways about it. And to, like, jerk us around with CVS and bullshit is just taking half measures and putting all the power into the hands of, like, 
corporate interests. Also, what the fuck is Google supposed to do? I didn't see this goddamn speech. Google so was supposed to make a gonna, website. They're supposed to make a, a website, which I, I believe, this is my personal theory, I believe the intention of Trump putting it this way was one layer of we're going to get Google to build it so then this website won't have the problems right, of right, like yeah. the Obamacare website, mm. et cetera. So he's making all these statements about all these corporations that are partnering up with them and he keeps saying that Google's going to build this website and then uh, a few hours later, Google's but like, again, no, like, we did not. We never said that. What the fuck is the website? Like, this just it's sounds where you're, it's like... Supposed, it's supposed to be like an exchange where you can access, you can find your closest testing place once you, it's you, going. You put in your symptoms. Okay, so say hypothetically... So WebMD? Yeah. So hypothetically, I have, you know, headaches and like... A 98-degree fever. This is just the fucking classic of just Silicon Valley brand. Like, what the fuck do I want a website for? Why would I want that? This is like a Band-Aid. This is like a Band-Aid in a health sector that's running out of Band-Aids. None of the people in the Trump administration seem to have any clue the potential of this issue, and they're scrambling they're only thinking about the stock market they are not thinking about anything else they that whole pomp and circumstance today was simply to try to you know alleviate the anxiety of investors and etc it's hilarious i i i i think it works perfectly within like larger framework of their ideology like this uh, is what a free market capitalist would do. And it's going to fail so hard. It's going to be so explicit, I hope, well, I think. What I read is that it has a high potentiality for working under assumptions because I think each country is making different assumptions about how bad the virus is. Italy shut down the whole country because they wanted to contain it and just... You know, the best way to do that is not let anybody go out. I think Britain is assuming that most people will get it. So the way that they're containing it is by some other some other system. And and this is kind of like yeah, not I at mean, all working within a public's, like not at all empowering workers. He did say something about like writing off some of like, Oh, they are student pausing debt. student loan student debt. Loan that that debt. is, it's indefinitely paused. Yeah. What? Yeah. yeah, student loan debt. Really? Uh, yeah. I think it's only the interest. interest. interest I think it's only on the it. interest is is, oh. but indefinitely paused. Um, I, really? I mean, the yes, that he did say that. Yes, okay. that was yep. uh, the f- kind of the first thing he said. It does go to show you that. Um, our government could make all of these decisions very quickly if yeah. they wanted to. We have not had people start to really die yet, and that's going to really shift things. Like right now, it's all like this anticipatory kind of energy, and uh, I believe there's been one death here in the States. I, I, I thought there was more. The, there's more been more than one death in one the United death. States. Yeah. 200? 200. Yeah. Like, Altogether, I I I, I know in, it's in New York alone. I think there's been at least forty to fifty. Yeah. Deaths. Yeah. yeah no, the the people are dying from. I mean, I mean, like, yeah, compared to like 
you know, the flu or whatever, like, sure, it's not at those levels yet, but, like, decent number of people are dying of this shit. But it's not yet, you don't know anybody, you don't know, you know what I mean? Like, it's right. going to get to a point yeah, where we're yeah. all going to know somebody. Uh, at least that's Who has how they're it or has yes. died from it. So once once that happened and once uh, once people who once people who die who don't fit the framework that we're working in where they're either very old or immunocompromised where it's kind of a ran it seems random that a younger person might die that's I feel like people are going to really freak out people already are so in the dark about their own health and all of these practices that it's it's going to be really a revealing time. I guess better learn how to record podcasts remotely. (laughs) I don't want to go about my business in a way that makes other people freak the fuck out. That's how I'm thinking about it now. Like I don't want kind of Shaun of the Dead in this shit. Where if the world's ending, I'm going to be at a bar. Um, I like bars. I know the I know the layout. They're they. Put a curfew on ours over here. We're yeah, well, not o'clock. in Brooklyn yet, so... Uh, God damn. How have you guys felt about Bernie's response? The several... Uh, I, yeah, I was well, delighted was today? today. It was good. Um, I am into it because he's giving a lot of cogent, practical information. He is emphasizing in a very real way the need for... Programs like Medicare for All, to paid deal with sick leave, paid, paid sick, sick leave. leave, universal child care, you, like all of these things, they all come together holistically when we look at a crisis like this. And I think he's doing a good job of explaining that. But you know, I'm the choir he's preaching to, so I don't know. I do know several people who have reached out to me to tell me that this situation has changed how they thought about Medicare for All. And yeah, that's anecdotal, but it, it's yeah. it's a handful of people who are not shitheads who were like fucking fuck uh, Bernie, I mean, like, blah, blah blah. But they had uh, oh, I don't know if it's realistic and blah blah blah. And this situation has sort of made it clear that it's not about what's realistic in some fucking imaginary, you know, future politics. We're playing chess here. It's actually. We needed it yesterday. Yeah, and it's also not just, like, about about delivering medicine. It's about having a unified system that, like, we can actually track. And, like, you know, even for those fucking, like, lib brain, like, Sorkin brain fuckers, like, out there who like Fuck their... those people. Who like their numbers, who like Summer their nuts. data points and all that bullshit... That's easier to do if there's a unified system. Hell yeah. And this like, is the, this is the, the controversy government. about Bernie's like health records or whatever. Like part of the issue is there's no such thing as health records in America. Yeah, we have no uniform that, standard. That doesn't mean anything because healthcare is just whatever any doctor is doing in this anarchic system. That's another thing, like why the Chinese were so successful right. in comparison is that they actually they have, have panopticons worth of fucking information yeah. about every goddamn thing that happens and in their country. And it's extremely centralized. It yep. is a centralized bureaucracy in a almost Braz- 
Brazil light fashion. If that would be the movie, not the actual country Brazil, which is uh, probably not as centralized. No, but also Bolsonaro may or may not have coronavirus. coronavirus. Yeah, no one knows if Bolsonaro has coronavirus. At this taping, we might know. Literally, we'll never know. Uh, seemingly, everyone who has come into contact with Trump in the last... Uh, week has coronavirus except for Trump, possibly. Trump's never taken that test, one. He's gonna let his organs dissolve <laughs> Well, before. that's the thing. Again, they're gonna be... They'll He'll take the test at one point, but it'll be like one of those things where, like, Mike Pence will have to act like it was Trump's idea to take the test, uh, and, like, he'll be like, oh, wow, it's a really good idea. You had to show solidarity with your supporters and the American people by taking the test and he'll be like oh yeah no that was a that was a brilliant move on my part even though I know I don't have coronavirus and like yeah, that's how we'll get him to take the test it's just one of those things but I think going back to the centralized to decentralized like a lot of the rhetoric coming out of both the neoliberal left and the far right is that the less centralized our bureaucracy is the more freedom we have and that's a general critique that they make on Medicare for All, even if they don't say it explicitly. They're saying if we centralize these businesses, there will be less profits. If we centralize the hospitals and if we centralize like these major sectors of our economy, then we'll lose money and, and therefore freedom. But this really highlights why we need it to be centralized. Like, why the profit motive to get people health care um, is inadequate at doing its diligence. Like, it, it is an inadequate system to actually get public safety and public health, and a centralized government-run health care would effectively do that and has effectively done that. I don't see any scenario where... Uh, America adopts a more centralized healthcare where people do not still have the freedom to just not fucking go. <laughs> like, like even in this scenario, say we had an actual good centralized organizing body, for most people, it would make everything safer, better, whatever. But you'd still have people who would be like, I'm fucking doing it. And they wouldn't. And that's fine. You know, <laughs> like, yes, it's not fine if it was a scenario where every single person must get tested and, like, we need this data to live. But just in general, like, this idea that, one, people would exploit healthcare, you know, just because for funsies is always one that bugged me as an argument against it. Like, oh, if you make it too accessible, too many people are going to want to use it when you already have so many people who like myself, who has tremendous anxiety about it and really only does it when I need to. That being said, anything gets in my way, it's a real easy journey from, oh, I can't figure that out. Okay, I guess I just won't do the thing and take my chances. Yeah. But I, I also think we don't have an agreed-upon standard of care in this country because we don't have a centralized system. So there's wildly different advice and treatments and protocols that doctors will give patients and it can 
be all over the place. You know, it also opens up the door for, you know, uh, I mentioned them earlier, the anti-vaxxers, but I, our system actually encourages that behavior. It encourages people to look, look, into, look into their peer group for medical information because it is difficult to obtain care. And then it's difficult a lot of times talking to medical professionals. And Frankly, if you want to get rid of the anti-vaxxers. You never go to the doctor for any reason yeah. and therefore never be told you ought to get vaccine. Like the only way we can compel vaccines and the like where this whole anti-vax war is going down is in state-run schools we require it for students that so yeah the only way we even intervene in people's lives to say oh you must get vaccinated is with a state-run institution it happens to be the education system that we've attached this onto but if we had a world where it was just like, yeah, you fucking go to the doctor once or twice a year if you're feeling fine and more if you're not feeling fine and it's free and it's just a thing that you do. Uh, well, and I'm, I'm, I'm an extremist again uh, on, on all things, but I think, yeah, it should be, it should um, include enjoyable preventative care. Like, I think it shouldn't just be if you don't feel good or if you feel fine, just get checked out. I think you should be entitled to, like, massage therapy. Oh, yeah, no, I was just saying, like, like, if the norm was in the same way, I don't know, like, children of certain ages go to school for X amount of time, it was similarly normal that everyone just went to the doctor now and again, like, as a bare baseline at least we'd know there'd be a medical person in people's lives going, oh, yeah, you should also get vaccines. Yeah, they can argue about it then, but, like, otherwise you're never even going to be to a doctor who will say, oh, yeah, you're due for this vaccine. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to try? We are never calling Rick. Yeah, I no, feel I like I feel like Rick. this is going to just be a bit that we never do it. I want to call. I Rick. kind of like the bit quality of this being an eternal brick joke of ours. I, but then I feel him. like I'm we could make him. it a um, a premium content situation. I'm calling him. All right, we'll see if he answers. He's he's on Bumble. Can you hear us, Rick? Yeah, I can hear you. So. Tell us quickly, uh, how are you dealing with coronavirus? Oh, man. Well, today was kind of different, man. Like, for the first time in a while, I was kind of panicking because everybody in the office was kind of like, was on some germaphobe tip today. So it kind of got me uh, moving a little different today. So as soon as I got home, I just went to my apartment, just cleaned up the whole apartment. I was swiping down with bleach. Damn, they choked myself and ran out of the damn apartment, so. Oh, yeah, I read and, that you uh, choked yourself on bleach. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Pure bleach, like pure bleach and just, uh, you know, I'm, I'm ridiculous right now. You know, I was, supposed, I was actually supposed to go on a date, but I canceled that because the person that I was supposed to go out with, you know, was coughing up a storm and <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Did she did she cancel it? Or did you hear her cough and say, nah? I mean, I came up with an excuse like, yo, I got, I got things to, I don't know, I was, you know, working at home, so <laughs> I, I had to cancel that. I, mean, I just, I couldn't do it, you know. Just couldn't do it. So coronavirus. <laughs> I would have to go, not to pick up, 
in the car. I just can't do it. You don't know. I, I don't know anything about this virus. So, and I know I'm ignorant, but hey, you know, better safe than, than sorry. So coronavirus affected your Bumble life. Yes. That's like the conversation right now. Like someone say, hey, how'd you make it this far? I'm like, you know, <laughs> I have no idea. I, I, I don't know what tomorrow brings, so... Relevant. Kind of, uh, Relevant. We are all aware that uh, Pornhub is doing free premium for Italy right now. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Did you hear that, Rick? Italy yeah. is doing free Pornhub for people. That's amazing. <laughs> that, that, that would never be here, though. <laughs> they want to shut down Pornhub. Oh, you don't think they'll give it to us here? Hell no. Have you ever paid for Pornhub, Rick? Yeah. Get real. Well, Who's yeah, no, paid? this is premium Pornhub, number one. Number two, uh, this might be a good time to discuss our uh, sponsor, Something Something VPN, if you want to make your internet look like it's from a different country for some reason, get Something Something v VPN. That's right. <laughs> I have like, no idea. I don't know. Like, is, is it like HD or like, I don't know. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I, it's longer. I know you get into locked videos. You get into locked <laughs> videos and you get into um, I've never storylines. I assume there's storylines involved. There's storylines in other videos that are on Pornhub. Yeah, you get the, you get the. Look at the storylines. Look, some of us do. Some Rick. of us don't some of us read porn. Yeah. Yeah. Some of I us like pop some X and like, you know, are interested in what's going like on see, in their lives. Like um, see, back in the days, read porn? Wow. I, I mean, look, though. as the as the lady on this podcast, I just want to clear up that I am not reading porn, but I know several women. Their primary <laughs> consumption of porn is porny books. I shout out to Literotica. That's been my that's been my favorite since I was I'm going to pretend I've never heard of that website. So, you know. <laughs> All right. Well, you look. Know, listen, God, I, I, I got to say this, though. Like, I, I'm literally on Bumble and Tinder, and I'm still matching with people in this coronavirus era. And I'm like, wow. All know, right. There's maybe still you'll, hope. Maybe you'll uh, match with a doctor <laughs> or have, a nurse. Have they not wanted to meet up and do you just sex? <laughs> Do you sex I mean, message with people you've never met? Come on, give us the goods. I mean, just one person, yes, but we actually <laughs> met up. <laughs> we actually met up like like afterwards, but no, nah, I mean most of them like you know they're, they're not as panicky as me. I'm a bit of a a germaphobe, so you, you know, to 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 a point, you know. So so you bleach yourself. It's, yeah, I, I came home. I, you know, today was like you should see me. See, I was moving like a ninja. I didn't want anybody to touch me or talk to me or anything. So I was kind of like went to see town, bought some bleach, some clean products, and just like just went crazy with the. Okay, well, be Rick, be careful. Bleach, don't mix it with any ammonia. It will kill you. <laughs> I've had to tell this to several people. Um, by the way, uh, so public service announcement. Uh, do not mix bleach and ammonia cleaning products. It can kill you. My high school was actually evacuated due to someone doing that at one point. Yeah, that's some, that's, that's some potent stuff. Bleach and ammonia and shit. Okay, literally do not mix those two. Yeah, do like, not. It creates a chemical thing. It's bad. It'll kill you, like, right away in a closed space. So, everyone, don't... 
it makes fluoride too look clean, necessarily okay? certain. I, I have to admit, though, I, I tried to get a friend of mine. To come you tried to get someone to come she over was, today? Yeah. Yeah, she was like, you know, I was talking, you know, I was just trying to be slick, but she was like, hey, you know, like, <laughs> better safe than sorry, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to go to the so I'm like, womp womp tonight. Aww. Fuck. I'm, yeah, actually, you know, what, I'm doing, what I'm doing now is just listening to the new um, Jay Electronic. Oh, everyone's um, listening so. to that today. New Jay Electronica. Yeah, it's, it's definitely dope. Definitely check it out. Get a chance. Well, this has shit. been an amazing update, uh, and I hope we do this again. And I hope you come and visit us in person for this. Uh, oh, absolutely. Sometime I, in the future. But yeah. We're gonna get going with the podcast, but uh, thanks for the uh, Bumble update, Rick. Ah oh, man. <laughs> what? Peace. Peace. <laughs> I felt like Rick might be somebody who in an overabundance of being like, I'm going to kill the shit out of these germs might, <laughs> might have accidentally layered up a bleachy cleaning product with a pneumonia one. Just don't do scrubbed that. it I, with some aluminum foil. Yeah, man, don't do it. It's uh, a yeah, once. The mustard gas. Yeah, speaking of, and also if you guys do go out, uh, please, please, please tip these people. I know so many people who are literally going to lose their apartments if their bars uh, shut down. And it's already it's already been pretty rough on them. But one time I worked at a bar and I got into a fight with the manager because I was like, you mix those two things together, it could kill us or at least, you know, blow up a part of, uh, of your pipes. And they did not believe me. I went ahead and did not mix those two chemicals together. But it was amazing to me. It was amazing that a grown adult person who was managing a restaurant was unaware, had never heard of this before, bleach and ammonia. Not a good go. Not a good mix, guys. I don't know. Rick is bleaching his butthole. He's and bleaching he's... his butthole. Um, <laughs> That's I'm for you, Rick. probably going to get the new XCOM remit. Well, the newer XCOM uh, to ride this out gaming so we wow. can have updates yeah. there. Yes, yes. And we're, we're working on all the things. So I guess uh, let's wrap up with uh, you want to make a prediction about whether this debate's going to happen or not? Debate will happen. Bernie will own. Uh, everyone will realize the error of their ways, and uh, it'll Joe be like Biden. the end of an anime. Yeah, Joe <laughs> Biden. No, like, yeah, no. He's gonna lay down and own, and like Joe Biden's like eyes gonna like start twitching, and he's then gonna he's say just, Oriental by mistake. And oh then God, he's just I hope he fall does. Down. I hope he's... Um, oh, over under on Joe Biden saying Oriental or Chinaman mm, before this is all over. Or in a really racist way, say the word Wuhan. <laughs> <laughs> Wuhan! <laughs> I like how you needed to demonstrate it just to make sure it was problematic for everyone. Wuhan! Oh, boy. Oh, gosh. I don't know. I hope it happens. I hope Bernie... It's um, going to be dystopian as fuck. I, what if... What if what if Biden pulls one of his, like, hey, hey there, Jack. Let's do some fisticuffs. All right, we got to drink every time he says, hey Jack. there, Jack. Yeah, every time he references Corn Pop or Jack. 
I don't know. I think it's going to be weird without the audience. It's going to be weird without the audience. A lot of neo-libs are already shaming uh, our dear dear Bernie for not dropping out in the midst of this crisis, which is insane to me. Insane that they think it would be beneficial for us to rally behind Joe Biden as if that in itself would help us deal with the crisis or whatever, or that we should cancel the remaining primaries. It's it's ridiculous out here. I say maybe, just maybe, all of this will show us like every goddamn thing that's wrong. And um, maybe next time we won't do this convoluted primary system. As, it sucks. As Chavo said, it's halftime. He's up by a touchdown. We gotta just rally rally the troops and uh, show what a demented old man that guy is. And you know what? It wouldn't hurt uh, those of you out there. Just Google just him. Just Google him. Just Google just Joe, Biden's Joe Biden's lifetime of corrupt money dealing and horrible choices from Anita Hill to Iraq war to everything. Cute. Everything that has happened in the last 30 years. Uh, crime bill. He, he's literally the person that made the sentencing distinction between well, crack and I, it's cocaine. It's really the Democratic uh, parties really coming apart at the seams between people who want actual, real, palpable, progressive change and people who um, want to feel warm and fuzzy uh, about a memory of a politician <laughs> that they have. Because that's who they're voting for. They're voting for some distant memory they have of the time Joe Biden was on Parks and Recreation. Yeah, the Not no- the guy who's currently operating that meat suit. The um, no- nostalgia is yeah. just so Hardcore much of nostalgia. His, so much of his persona and character is just the inability to think of an alternative or create a future. Yeah, yeah, no. It is... 100, I mean, return to normalcy, yeah. They're they're not even pretending it's not. And just this haunting specter of this, like, zombie that, you know, is the zombie of neoliberalism that hasn't been killed off yet. Mm Mm-hmm. Democrat is it a zombie or is it this, a werewolf? And this is a this is a shout out uh, plug for Mark Fisher memes for hauntological teens. <laughs> That's right. We are exclusively uh, <laughs> we only do ads for shit posting groups that we are involved and in and things that I just made up. Yeah. <laughs> shout out, comrade Marianne's tank meme stash. Um, As always, the the orb is strong. Uh, All right, guys. Uh, I hope we live another week, and... Um, I hope I didn't get anybody coronavirus. Look, I'm wiping down everything with my big old bottle of isopropyl alcohol. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Pinko commie sluts. Mike Tracy, the one that asked. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mike Tracy needs to be done. Yeah. Yeah, Mike Tracy. I don't know you, but I dislike you uh, from afar, so... This is a primary, just reminding the audience, this is primarily a beef with Mike Tracy podcast. I was his so. roommate in college. Marlo was his... Um, nemesis? Nemesis in college. <laughs> Send this directly to Mike Tracy. You Nazbol um, motherfucker. Yeah. All right, guys. Bye. Bye. Get off my head! Get off my head! 
Get off my head! Come on, sluts.